The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Our contact numbers today, 0891-104-208. That number again, 0891-104-208. Give us your opinions on SMS as well at a cost of 2 rand, 34701. On the forum at 8 today, we're asking you, how do we get our athletes back on track before they run out of time? Now, as you know, track and field athletes wanting to proudly represent Team South Africa have a steep road to climb. As things stand, none of them are allowed on SA teams for multi-sport events like the Olympics, the Commonwealth Games and all Africa Games. That's because SASCOC, the country's Olympic committee, suspended the embattled National Track Federation. That's Athletic South Africa. Now, we've invited some of the players in this scandal to join us on the show today. Athletic South Africa President James Evans joins me on the line. A very good morning to you, Mr. Evans. Thanks for your time. Morning, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. We've also got former Commonwealth Games medalist Geraldine Pillay to share her views from the athlete's perspective. Ms. Pillay, good morning. Hi, good morning. And, of course, we have invited SASCOG. I'm sure you're asking why SASCOG hasn't been introduced as yet. The Olympic Committee CEO, Tubby Reddy, hasn't responded to our request for an interview this morning. And we're also waiting for President Gideon Sam, if he's available, to join us this morning. And, of course, if they are listening, SASCOG, we'd love to have you on the show today. So please give us a call or, in fact, allow our producers to, uh, to give you a call. We'd love to have you on the show. Tell us exactly how this is going to affect the athletes. That's who we care about on the show today. Of what benefit is the action that's happening on the outskirts of this going to lead to benefits for the athletes? Before we head into the realms of opinions, let's establish the facts on the show today. I'm joined in studio by SABC Sports reporter Tabisa Satole. Tabisa, thanks for coming in. Good morning, good morning. And just on a note, um, Saskok, I think the CEO, uh, I also did try and get a hold of him. Mm. Apparently he's out of the country, so maybe uh, Gideon Sam would be the likely alternative being the president. But the CEO is out of the country. Well, we spoke to uh, Gideon Sam yesterday. Our producers told us that the president said that he was uh, out of the city, out of the province, uh, somewhere in the Eastern Cape. So we know that we broadcast into the Eastern Cape. So hopefully uh, Saskok do manage to get onto the line. Gideon Sam, we'd love to have you on the show today. Now, the woes at ASA and Saskok. It has a long history. Yeah. Tabisa, you've been on the story. How long now? <laughs> I think Geraldine knows me fairly well. We've, we've walked this road, I think, ever since we started way back in 2000. Um, and unfortunately, you know, the big the scandal, if I can put it that way, all began just after uh, the World Champs in Berlin with the Casta Semenya issue when we came back. I think everything was kind of put bare out there. That was the Leonard Trainer era. So it's not something new, what is currently happening at ASA. It has all just now come to 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 ahead, if I can put it that way, I think um, the investigations following Leonard Trainer, um, well, when he was he, he was mo- removed from office, uh, but mind you, this is not the first time Athletic South Africa has been put under administration. By the way, it was also under administration under Ray Marley following that incident. Um, the second time round now with uh, Advocate um, uh, Zola Machavo. The issues, as far as I'm, uh, I, I pick up from the outside mm-hmm. as a journalist looking in, um, one. I'm not going to say it's egotistical, um, but yes, in a way, you've got people who want to do right on, the, you know, for, 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 the, for the federation. Well, these are personalities, yeah. right? These Fair are enough. public personalities. Exactly. Some of them were runners as yeah. well, so they have a, a vested interest in the sport. And, yeah. and so it's a personality battle. The, the question is, do you, do you hire a, a board, a CEO, a person to run a sport because they were good former athletes or because they're administrators? They're good CEOs. They're going to run a federation like a business, which I believe firmly, 
firmly, strongly on that. That's how we should be looking at things. Sport is a business. It is no longer a, a you know a sideshow where you know people come and run, get medals. It is a multi-million rand, if not billion rand, business in South Africa. Now so the, the first issue is, is egos. This is about whether we appoint independent people or people who have vested interests yeah. in the sport. So yeah. that's the first issue. And this, what, not, and this not even solely with athletics. This goes across the board. Whether it's football, whether it's cricket, mm. it, it all comes back to this very same thing. Do we have the right people at, the, at, at, at running the federations? What other facts affect us in this case? And as far as SA is concerned, investigations, um, which also involved uh, people like the Hawks, um, we, we all know that you know SA's offices were raided. Um, uh, Financial mismanagement was uncovered, um, irregularities, etc., etc. I mean, in this case, as far as this administration is concerned, um, with the new board, um, people weren't even paid salaries, for example. You know, staff members within ASA. You had athletes who were not paid prize monies. You had um, a federation that couldn't organize, uh, you know, um, e- events. You know, you had sponsors pulling out. Um, gone are the days of the engine series, you know. But which, and everyone goes through this. It's t- tough economic times. But what are we doing to get that back on track for the benefit of the athletes? You know, you speak to some of the athletes, former athletes like the likes of Sean Bounds, former 110-meter hurdler, and he says, you know, I would like to have an input in ASA. We've got so much to give back. I've been, you know, an Olympic sports person for South Africa, but somehow we can't even get a foot in to to be heard. Are are these positions attractive? Are they well-paid positions? (laughs) I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure if somebody sits on on any board as far as as sports federation is concerned looking for a salary. Most of the people who are on these boards have got other jobs. So what is it they get out of this? this? You you say it's egos. I mean, is it it just for the prominence? I've I've got, well, maybe, you know, we we do have a president of ASA on the line, James Evans. I mean, he he knows the ins and outs of Mm. the board more than anyone. So he, he could probably share some light on this. I mean, and you know, the athletes fought so hard. The mere fact that Geraldine is on the board as an ASA, you know, a, a, a board member for the athletes. It's things like that that over the years were not there. But you can see that we're trying to get somewhere, and and we appreciate the fact when that decision was made to get an athlete a vote on that board. You know, people like Geraldine to to actually stand up for the athletes and 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 and, and be heard. So it's it's been long coming, but I don't think it's going to be a quick fix. It can be. But it needs a serious look into, we need to, sports federations, in fact, athletics family as it stands now, they need to come back and say, look, guys, for the benefit of our athletes, South Africa has a proud history in terms of athletes, the likes of Yolanda Mayers, your, the likes of Ezekiel Sopanes, you know, your Blanche Moylers, I mean, the list goes on. For the sake of what we were, these guys need to come back and actually say, look, we'll pull finger, we'll do this for the benefit of our up-and-coming athletes. Because as it stands, Ezekiel Sopet said something very profound last week. Uh, we spoke to um, uh, Simon Burke, one of our reporters, said, if you think that we'll get any medal in Rio, forget it. And that's what the game's are all about, getting medals. Let's, let's go back to that history. You said it starts with Leonard Trenner and the, the history of yeah. Custis Semenya. We now see ASA board, uh, ASA's offices mm. raided, questions of financial irregularities yeah. being raised. I'm not sure if we've seen much in terms of evidence. Yeah. We were hoping to, to deal with that with Sascock today. Yeah. What evidence, what proof yeah. of these financial irregularities? I'm sure James Evans wants yeah. to talk about that as well. Moving from the financial irregularities, Sascock decided to do what? Well, Sascock's suspension of Athletic South Africa comes in the back of a couple of things. Firstly, uh, James Evans, who we on, is on the line with us, was impeached by his board um, at a meeting in Johannesburg. Um, then there's court actions, um, you know, that, that James went to, and, and that board, vice versa, was then suspended. You know, so there's a legal battle within ASA alone. 
Sascock then steps in and says, look guys, I'm going to be play referee in this. And must remember, Sascock is the beginning, begin all and end all, all sports in this country. Mm. Regardless whether you're cricket, tennis, hockey, or athletics, or rugby, everybody answers to Sascock. They are the sport, uh, South African Sports Confederation and Olympic Committee. So every sporting body in the country reports to them. Sascock steps in, guys, please, stop it. I'm playing ref. I'm putting under administration again for these reasons. Now, one would say that is meddling. Fair enough, it is. But do you expect Sascock to sit back and say, look, you know, we let it go on because they're in, uh, they're in autonomous federation. They can do what they want. So, something had to be done because nothing was being happening. Speaking to one of the board members yesterday, I'm not going to say their name, and said, you know, we've been out of the office for over 50 days. And nothing has been done. The athletes are looking at us and saying, geez, what is wrong with these people? You know, so now... 22nd of June, a meeting was a whole special general meeting held by the Athletic South Africa. Uh, James Evans was there. Seven uh, provinces were there. The uh, AGN was there. Um, one of the associate USASA was there. Um, and they took a resolution to reinstate the board and try and resolve issues at Athletic South Africa as a federation, which I commend. You know, it is time mm-hmm. that, you know, because if they're not involved, it's pointless having an administrator if the people who are involved in athletics are not going to have a say in it. So, in a way, the administration part of SASCOC, for me, it, it, had to, it had to happen. But I feel that the administrator should have worked and could have worked with the board to get things right because there's no way he can come in as administrator and make decisions on athletics, whereas he is not an athletics person. To be, so, let's just bring it right up to today now, very quickly. Let's get to our other guests. I'm sure they're itching to comment yeah. on some of the things that we've been discussing on yeah. as well. And if you'd like to engage with us uh, through uh, your SMSs and uh, phone calls, our number is 0891-104-208. That number again, 0891-104-208. We'll take your calls in around about five to ten minutes from now. SMSs in the meantime, 34701. Send us those at a cost of two rand, 34701. Tabisa, where does that bring us to today? There's no administrator at ASA, but now we hear the sports minister wants to get involved. Well, we're not sure what the sports minister wants to do, but Saskok is meeting with the sports minister later on today, I think around 11 o'clock, um, at the Sports and Recreation Offices in Pretoria. Um, I think he wants to get a cl- clarity on what's going on and as far as, as, as things stand at Athletic South Africa. Um, Saskok will then present their investigation, if I can put it that way, of what they found in the, mean, in, in the time that um, Saskok's been, ASA has been under administration. So we'll know a bit later there. But as far as things stand now, I think we've got the... For me, the big one right now, we've got World Championships athletics coming up in, 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 in Russia. We've got athletes who are not sure whether they'll go because ASA has to somehow find the money to send them there. We've got Commonwealth Games coming up next year. South Africa has been a huge player at the Commonwealth Games. We come, I think last time we came out fifth in the Commonwealth Games. Those are our Olympic Games, and as far as Commonwealth countries are concerned, we can't well, thanks to we're not going to send a team there. We've got all Africa games. We've got Olympic games. It is a sad, sad day when you think a country like South Africa, with all the potential we have, cannot even guarantee our athletes to go out there and compete for, uh, under the South African flag. How many athletes have left this country and are competing for other countries because South Africa, well, geez, they're not sure of a future? I think that's the question right there. Well, that's why we're asking that question. On the forum at 8 today, we're asking, how do we get our athletes back on track before they run out of time? SMS is 34701, and give us a call today, 891 James Evans, you're online with us, uh, President of ASA. Should we call you embattled, President? Well, I think you could call anything that people seem to want to, and I think Tabitha, by the way, just has made out probably one of the strongest cases for a media tribunal in South Africa because, you know, to say that allegations of 
Well, to say that there's been evidences in COVID for financial irregularities, if I was charged in a criminal case, I would be given, they can't produce, they wouldn't be able to produce that information or those allegations until I've been charged. When it comes to sport in South Africa, it seems that it's fair game. Um, I certainly know Vinny has given us an opportunity to comment on those allegations, which one would normally expect. And, um, yeah, so the allegations have been made without hearing both sides of the story and they're being reported on as, as the truth in the media. Well, Tabby uh, Reddy, so, yeah, the, I, I, Reddy, the CEO of uh, Saskog, says uh, you, in fact, at, at some point requested 18,000 rand from ASA f- to pay your rent. He, he um, accuses you of double dipping. No, no, can we stop there? Right there. You've just now proven my point again. Uh, he's, Tabby Reddy said, therefore, you're, you're repeating it. I'm sorry, I can't, I'm not going to be tried by the media. I'm not going to deny, I, I look, I'm denying it because it's untrue. But the point is, I, I'm going to tell you straight, I'm actually really seriously out of pocket because I've had to pay for hotel bills out of my own pocket, which, which they refused to, so far I've been refused refunding. I mean, Zola Java didn't, didn't want to pay for any of those things. Um, I have not, we've never been charged. Geraldine, myself, nobody has ever been charged with never been given an opportunity to comment. On, on these allegations, you know, they're being reported in the media as if they're the truth. Okay. Um, and when you say, have you already said, my question is, am I being charged with it in the media? Is it put to me as a question? Well, Mr. Evans, if you, if, you, if, you, if you heard my question, Mr. Evans, I said there were allegations that were waged by uh, the Saskog CEO. Uh, clearly, we wanted, to ask, him, we wanted to ask him if he has any proof of these allegations, and that's why we still maintain, if Saskog is listening, we would love to have Tabby Reddy, who, uh, of course, Tabisa has just said to us, is out of the country, but Gideon Sam, who we have approached, the president of Saskog, we would love to have him on the show. So if he is listening, or anybody else from Saskog, please assist us in getting President Gideon Sam on the show to confirm or deny these allegations. Now, Mr. Evans, how would how would you like to see the issue of financial irregularities dealt with properly in the media well, and with not, Saskog? Not through, no, not through the media. And again, I just want to point that out to you. You've again gone and really actually betrayed the problem here. Um, it doesn't help saying, have you already said or anything like that? It, 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 if I accuse you, and you say it's just allegations, but I don't, then if I accuse the beta of being a person in a suit, I'm not allowed to do that. And if I accuse you, can't do that kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, in the media, just actually focus on, on, on the real way of behaving as a, as a country. I, you know, I'm actually in China, and the reason why I don't want to get into this as being facing is it true or not, is I actually don't know what the allegations are against me. Um, there was a press conference where I had absolutely no chance to comment before or dream. Um, and yet they're being bandied around all over the internet and everywhere else as if they were the truth. One of the journalists, who was for Sam's media, David Isaacson, admitted that he's, he's uh, given free trips to my to write a story. Uh, what am I, I don't know how to answer those allegations, so let's rather say off those and ask the question, how has that actually been handled? Has it been somebody went in, got a superficial view of the situation, walked out and said there's financial irregularities? We, and it's, it's a public record, we said long ago that our financial problems with ASA. If you recall, we fired our CEO last year for financial mismanagement. Um, for us now to be accused of financial mismanagement is, we can't answer those questions, and let's just stay away from them until there's been a proper hearing, until there's been a proper opportunity for us to put our case. I again have a problem 
if that's not the thing of Manessa, would Tabi really bring out the cash and get him standing and he's standing I'm not sure he's meeting with him. But um, if that's the thing of Manessa, when is he going to hear outside? Well, we'd love to hear your side, Mr. James Evans, uh, talking to us today. We want to deal with this issue. This is the reason why we called this panel today for the forum. We want to look at the reputation of sport in South Africa. Is it being ruined by this? The professional career of our athletes, is they have only a very little short lifespan as a top athlete. So to miss an Olympic Games, an Olympic event like this, this is going to be devastating for their professional career. Give us a call today, 891 SMS is to 34701. Let's take a short break. When we return, we're asking you, how do we get our athletes back on track before they run out of time? Leonard is trying to save the planet. Leonard has separate bins for paper, plastic and tins, but he empties them into one big dustbin outside anyway. Leonard, Leonard, Leonard. At PG Glass, we care about our environment. All original South African shatterproof windscreens contain no hazardous lead in the paint, and broken windscreens are recycled. Isn't that awesome? PG Glass. 0860-030303. Free data just got bigger and better with MTN. You can score 4 gigs of free data every month on the MTN 5 gigabyte internet package for only 499 per month. It gets even bigger. Get 8 gigs of free data every month with the MTN 10 gigabyte internet package for only 899 per month. Free data can be used all day and all night. That's more Mahala on your world-class internet network. Internet packages available on a 24-month contract. Conditions apply. MTN. Everywhere you go. The National Lotteries Board invites all parties interested in bidding for South Africa's third National Lottery License to a compulsory two-day briefing session at the venue in Melrose Arch, 17 The High Street, Johannesburg, on 27 and 28 June, from 9 o'clock to 5 o'clock. The Minister of Trade and Industry published a request for proposals, RFP, to operate the third National Lottery License on the 11th June, 2013. The contract is estimated at 40 billion rand. A copy of the RFP document can be obtained from the NLB offices in Pretoria after payment of the required fee of 50,000 rand. All applications must be submitted to the NLB on the 30th of November 2013, together with a 2.5 million rand application fee. For further information and to assist the NLB with logistical arrangements, please contact the National Lotteries Board at 012-432-1530 or 1531 or visit www.nlb.org.za. Cajiso Trust launches Bold Step as a commitment to South Africa's youth in fighting poverty through education. Bold Step assists youth that demonstrate leadership qualities pursue tertiary qualifications. By supporting Bold Step, you support education reform. Donate 20 rands by SMSing Bold Step to 40064 and help Cajiso Trust empower disadvantaged youth through tertiary education. For more information, visit www.cajiso.co.za. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Let's open up the lines as well. Kaya is called in from Johannesburg. Hi, Kaya. Uh, hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can, Kaya. Go ahead. All right, fine. No, look, what I want to raise here, firstly, let me, let me talk about James. I know uh, he's not a very good person in terms of, uh, you know, uh, presenting himself. Sasko put Athletic South Africa under administration. And the administrator was Ray Mali, the board mm-hmm. member, mm-hmm. during the times of Leonard Twenty. That's right. 
When Southport left Athletic South Africa, it left South Africa, uh, Athletic South Africa with nothing. Nothing. Just bankrupt. This man is not even a year old in his administration. That is James Evans. But he managed at least to raise about $10 million into the coffers of uh, Athletic South Africa. I, I just want to demonstrate uh, how this current board of Athletic South Africa has tried its best to bring back the sport of athletics into, into being. The scenes of James, of James Evans, one, there's only three, one, during Leonard Tony's uh, issue, he was never happy and he raised these issues with the way Saskom dealt with the investigation and the findings of Leonard Tony. Two, he wrote a letter in November, during, just before the elections of Saskom, Stating, because uh, the, the guy from Mindsport wrote to Saskov to say, we will be going for elections, but we don't know the nominees. And the nominators of those nominees, can we be given a list? Saskov issued a list of 25 people to say these are the people, these are the federations that they come from, but they never issued uh, who were the nominators of these people. Out of that list, three were from Athletic South Africa. That's what the list was saying. James wrote a letter to say, we can see these names, but unfortunately, two of them we did not even nominate. We don't know them as, 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 as far as uh, Athletic South Africa is concerned. Let alone that one is not even a member of a club in Athletic South Africa. We know the name, but it's got nothing to do with the, with the business of Athletic South Africa. That was one. He was basically showing how these elections were going towards being rigged by Sasko. Kaya, thanks for your call there. Kaya in Johannesburg seems to have quite a bit of the background knowledge. I'm just curious to see if uh, he knows Sasko <laughs> quite well because he seems to know quite a bit of the story. Yeah, and was within the uh, family. Yeah. Geraldine, I want to bring you in on this. Uh, we're, we're approaching headlines, but uh, politics and sport, it sounds like there's a number of issues here. This doesn't sound like it's related to that of the athletes or benefiting you who needs to run. I think unfortunately we've, uh, I think Geraldine's line has dropped. We're going to try to give her a call back and get her back on the line. Of course, this is an issue, of course. How does it affect the athletes? That's what we want to get to today. We're approaching 8.30. It's uh, time for your news headlines. Carmen has that. Good morning, Darshan. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Welcome to the Forum at 8. We're asking you today, how do we get our athletes back on track before they run out of time? Geraldine Pillay joining us on the line, of course. She's one of uh, SA's top athletes, uh, a former member of the Commonwealth Games, a medalist. Geraldine, is it is there too much politics involved in sport? Is it hurting the athletes? Um, yes, indeed. Uh, you know, and it's been going on for, for too long, and I think now we've reached the point that, um, you know, where the athletes are being affected the most. Um, I've, I've been receiving so many emails and, and, and calls from, you know, from athletes, especially the ones in Europe, because they don't really get, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the full facts of what is happening in South Africa. All they hear is there's no Commonwealth Games, no World Africa Games, and no Olympic Games. And, um, you know, they are very, uh, uh, worried, um, because they think of their personal sponsors. You know what? You know, sponsors want to be affiliated with somebody that will eventually represent South Africa at the highest level, which is the Olympic Games. And 
And there's Commonwealth Games next year for many athletes, you know. Um, the Commonwealth Games is a preparation for the Olympic Games. Now, who, and, who uh, really represents the interests of the athletes here, Geraldine? You talked about all of these, uh, these games coming up, but, uh, but who represents those interests at the board meetings? Um, I'm there as the athlete's representative, but you know what? It's very, very difficult when you're up against seven other board members who really don't give a damn, I'm sorry for my English, about the athletes, you know, all they care about is 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 their own their own well-being. They don't care about the athletes, and I'm sure if a lot of these administrators and people in in, in, in powerful positions really cared about the athletes, we would not be sitting with a situation where athletes are not going to go to the World Games, athletes being banned from Olympics and all of that. So are we not protecting our sports reputation here? Are we not protecting our athletes? The, the question then one would beg to ask is what is being protected? Yeah, you know what, I, and I don't know if we're going to get that answer. And you know what, like the caller said earlier on, James Evans has only been in, in you know, the president for, um, of ASA for a year. I mean, he still had three years, and I, and, I, and I was so excited after our election last year, our democratic election last year, that, you know what, we were a mixture of former athletes and, and seasoned administrators, and I knew this group of people could really take the sport forward. Um, and, I mean, you cannot do, you know, damage control in one year after 10 years of damage that's been done. And I really hope that other board members would really come to the party and just put our differences aside, because in the end, we were selected by the ASA Council, and that is to take the sport forward and also, um, you know, uh, 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 to be there for the athletes and make sure that our athletes have perfect conditions in South Africa. Well, is that going to be the solution, Geraldine? Is it simply a matter of putting the differences aside? When we talk, uh, when Zola Majabu leaves ASA, he says, you're bankrupt. You have no money left in your coffers. So how would you be able to fund the athletes? Is there going to be any difference? I'm going to let you think about that. We'll come back to you. Of course, we want to get onto SMSs and phone calls as well. 0891 Call us right now. SMSs can be sent to 34701, costing you two rand. Unfortunately, we've lost... Uh, the line with James Evans, uh, the president of ASA. Unfortunately, he has a meeting and we're told he's not able to stay on the line with us. But let's go to SMSs 34701. Imelda writes, I blame Tubby and Gideon Sam. Uh, they don't have any integrity. Uh, this one comes in unsigned. A clever athlete had a solution once. The disputed started. Training makes perfect. Uh, this one writes in, says... Um, the debate is, uh, writes to the debate, IAAF should fund the athletes since they interfere with the sovereignty of the country, writes El Mzolo in Durban. Maybe a good question there for you, Geraldine. Uh, let's go to the lines now. Mzwandile is calling in from Johannesburg. Hi, Mzwandile. Uh, good morning. How are you, Tishan? Very well. How are you doing? I'm okay. I think more than anything, we need to allow the government to try and sort out uh, this mess so that you can be able to move forward. But uh, also on the other note, I think uh, it was rude for you to cut the gentleman uh, before the news, Kaya, because I think he was coming up with something very important that we were not aware of. Well, we're going to ask Kaya if he'd like to complete his point. Kaya, please do give us a call. Apologies for cutting you off. 0891 But, uh, of course, Mzwandile raising an important issue there. The sports minister, Fikile Mbalula, saying uh, he's going to get involved. Athletic South Africa's suspension from, Ask- from Saskok, a serious matter, he says. Mbalula um, expected to meet with the Olympic body uh, today to get to grips with what led to ASA suspension. Yeah. Essentially what we're trying to deal with today, to be so establishing the facts. Yeah, that's I think, you know, the problem is, yeah, whether the sports ministry, once we get that far, 
I think I've got a problem right there with it. Why do we need the sports ministry or SASCOC for that matter to, to try and uh, resolve problems? Um, SASCOC um, have, and I'm not, do, I'm not speaking on behalf of SASCOC, I'm speaking as a journalist, as, mm. a, as somebody who goes out on a daily basis and deals with different sporting federations. On a daily, SASCOC um, are putting out fines left, right and center, not only athletics, other federations you had. Uh, netball, you had uh, the likes of equestrian. I mean, that embarrassing moment when one equestrian um, uh, rider, one rider it, in, during the Olympics said, look, I'm South African, I will ride for South Africa regardless of, of whether there's mm-hmm. somebody from South Africa who qualified. I live in London. That, that person had never been to South Africa in over two or three years, yet it took our very sports federation to court. I think it begins with us as people within the sporting fraternity. Do we, are we there for the betterment of the sport? Are we there for the for the reason of making South Africa proud on the sporting field. I think once we get that right, and you know, the question I would like to, to have probably have asked um, uh, James or Saskok if they're here, how long would it take for us to fix this problem and get back onto it? Is it a matter of weeks? Is it a matter of months? Because time is certainly running out. It's going to be so embarrassing when we cannot even field an athlete at the World Championships. And what options do we have for solutions here? That would have been yeah, a question we, again we, for Saskok and mm. uh, for ASA, of course, uh, the minister dealing with this issue as yeah. well today. Geraldine, before we let you go, I was asking you, where is the money going to come from to fund the athletes? We care about the athletes today. How are they going to get to these games if they do get permission to go? Um, you know what, we will have to rely on corporate South Africa, but before mm. we can even go and, and, and ask for money, we need to get our house in order because no one is going to give millions of, of sponsorship deals to a federation which they have doubt in, you know. So we must first have a working body and, and you know, the board must be a, a united force, you know, and, and then if, if that is in order, then we can go, if we have a CEO and, you know, we have all our ducks in, in a row. Then we can go to corporate South Africa, to the axes and the engines and all of that. And what, is, what is the status of your sponsors, Geraldine? Are, are, are they staying with you or are they leaving? Um, you know, right now, because we don't really have sponsors at mm. all, so nobody's really leaving because they're not there. Um, but, you know, in the past we have lost a lot of sponsors because of of, um, you know, uh, disputes within the board or, you know, um, you know the whole Leonard Chouanish um, saga in the past. Um, so really now it's, it's, it's about rebuilding the brand of ASA because when you talk ASA, everybody, it's, it's like a, la- it's a laughing stock, you know. And it, it cannot be done within in six months. It, yeah. It's going to take some time, you know, to, to rebuild the trust of the nation, of the of, of of sponsorships out there and even the athletes because in the end they are our main custodians and they're mm. the ones that are thinking of leaving the sport. Geraldine, quick, I remember 2001 World Champs Edmonton where you guys had to run, we had no kit, you literally had to run in a bank-sponsored kit uh, for those World Championships. How embarrassing was that as an athlete, just for somebody to realize out there how, you know, how desperate the situation is for you guys? Yes. You know, very, very, very embarrassing. When you go out there, you are, you're representing your country. You know, you're being watched by millions of people all over the world, and you don't even have a proper kit. I mean, if you look at the Ethiopians, they've been sponsored by Nike for how many years? Those people walk around in their kit day and, and day out. 
throughout the championships because they are proud. You know, they are proud to represent Ethiopia. The South Africans, we just want to exchange our kit as soon as we get it because there's no pride in it because of either the lack of sponsorship or, you know, so it, it is really embarrassing. And, and whenever we send out a team, you know, we want them to be proud because when they step on the track, you know, people must look at them and not think that they're coming from some, um, you know, mm-hmm. backyard. Geraldine, with, with the IAAF, they've in, essentially sided with the ASA on this. They've, allowed, they've recognized your board and not recognized the administrator that was placed there by SASCOC, effectively not recognizing SASCOC in this. Haven't that, has that support not helped you win sponsors? Can't the IAAF itself give you some money, perhaps? Um, you know what? The, um, according to the IAAF, you know, they will sponsor, depending on how you did at the previous World Championships, you know. Based on that, you will get some kind of um, subsidy, if I may call it that way. Um, so, for instance, for the World Youth Championships, we will get only X amount of athletes will be subsidized. Um, so it also depends on, you know, your previous performances at the at the previous World Championships. Um, but I'm sure they can, you know. We just have to ask them. Yeah. And um, ask that, you know, our president will, you know. And, I mean, now, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And, and, and I'm sorry, we are in that position where we're on our knees and we are begging because we cannot allow our pride to get in the way of our athletes going to the World Youth Champ, which is taking place in about two weeks' time. Let's go. We're going to go to the lines. 891 Give us a call. I see Kaya's called us back as well. So thanks for that call, Kaya. But Tabisa, you wanted to get That's in first. A quick one, Geraldine. Um, since the 22nd of June meeting uh, held by ASA, the board has been reinstated. When are you as the board, as it was elected, going back to office? Because the sooner you do that, the sooner we can get mm. the ball rolling. Very, very soon, and I know that James is working on that to get the board, uh, um, you know, at a meeting together so that we can really map the, uh, you know, the way forward and get everybody's cooperation. You know, like I said, we need to to move away from our indifferences and and, and for one to focus on on the sport. So there's the no. Of the act- is there, is there no data yet, Geraldine? Um, yes, there's uh, probably two dates uh, because some of our board members are away on holiday and we would want to have a full, you know, full attendance of everybody there. Um, so hopefully within the next two or three weeks we should have, you know, a board meeting. Well, you would think a holiday would be the least of your concerns right now. World Championships <laughs> on the doorstep. Isn't that of concern, Geraldine? I know, I know. Unfortunately, this was planned, you know, long before... And, you know, the board members are only getting back on the 14th. Well, if any of your board members are listening, clearly this is an issue that you should be prioritized. I know when we prioritize issues, even if you're on leave, you still come back as a journalist. So give us a call today, 0891 SMS is 34701. Uh, we'll take this tennis player who writes in, Elliot in Vitbank. He writes, nothing has changed. Access and participation remains a privilege of the few. Kaya, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for taking my call again. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Please complete your point. No, fine. I was still on the, on the second point of the election rigging, where James Evans wrote a letter. I'm not going to repeat what I've said. Mm-hmm. But in that list of 25, you would be surprised that because Sasko never even mentioned who the nominators were, number one of that list was Dr. Ivan Koza, who, when he resigned, well, I'm sorry, when he withdrew his name, um, he thanked the anonymous nominator. 
Now, think of a list that comes from the office of the CEO of Saskoc that says these are the nominees approved by the company. But let's leave that one. The guy who, tried, who was said by the city press was a nominator of Ivan was taken to task in the Eastern Cape because of the chairperson of the sports council there. Because the sports council wanted to know where did he get the money to nominate Dr. Ivan. The guy denied that he did that. So Dr. Ivan then withdrew. Now, let me come to the last one quickly. James Evans then wrote a letter to the president of Sarsbrook saying, Mr. President, the Olympic Charter says board members of National Olympic Committee shall not receive remuneration or salaries, but they can be reimbursed for expenses that they incur in whatever they do. If you look at the financials of Sarsbrook, you will see the salaries of the, of the Olympic Committee members being paid on a monthly basis. Same amount. That is besides them being paid for hotels and training reinvestments for other things. The answer was simple. He said, take the matter to the police and the hawks. Now tell me if that person would be liked by that board. Because this is a personal question thing. Just on the issue of money. I heard you asking where would athletics South Africa get the money to send the athletes. Mm-hmm. There's, a mis- there's, 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 a, there's a perception uh, from, from the public that SASCO is, a, is an elephant or an entity isolated out there to run sport. That board is a board that gets elected by the shareholders, which are members of SASCO. The owners of SASCO are national federations. If SASCO has got money or it receives money from wherever, that money is not for that board or anyone else. It is the money that belongs to the shareholders, national federation. If they put $200 million in the kitty, Athletic South Africa should get that money because they are the shareholder, similarly to other sports. You see how uh, favored swimming South Africa is and volleyball because you have the president who's the, of Volleyball South Africa who's the CEO of, of, of SASCO. You have a president of SASCO who's something in, into swimming South Africa. There are a number of other federations, your, your table tennis and others. So what I'm trying to say to you, this country has got money Well, it's all all about accountability, isn't it? Let me tell you, they are a private company, Sasko, because of one reason. They don't want November to come and look at their books. How many people that have asked Sasko to be audited? You just cannot. You just cannot. Thanks for your call, Kaya. I appreciate that today. Let's go to Thelma. She's been holding on in Durban. Hi, Thelma. Hello. (coughs) Morning. Morning. Um, just go to the captors. Yes. What I mean, what's all the fuss about? I mean, the captors. The, 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 the with our, our Jacob Zuma. He's got, he can take out the second bomb on the candler. For goodness' sake, just go to. Can you imagine Team Captor? You know, I mean. <laughs> All right, Thelma, we take your point. Thelma there good, in Durban. Thank you very much. We've got Kaya, of course, there, who, who gave us an interesting yeah. question there. What about the shareholders? Well, hopefully the shareholders are also listening. The look, athletics bodies around the country. What yeah. interest do you look, have in this? You can hold them accountable. Look, uh, I think, to, to be fair as well, um, I mean, uh, Kaya made, made this point, but mm. there's also a couple of things you need to look at. I mean, you mentioned swimming. Mm. Swimming, for example, is one of those federations who do not have a sponsor. They are our biggest medal-winning team 
in any team since since we've come back from Olympics, but they don't have a main sponsor. Telcom has pulled out. So you sit there and you wonder where is the money coming from. As I said earlier, this is not about athletics only. This is about getting our sports as a country back on track. On the other hand, you know we can say South Africa has money. We don't have the money. Government and South Africa has got. You know, contrasting issues here. You got a, somebody living under a bridge who doesn't care whether the team is wearing Nikes or Adidas or they want the roof over their head. So there's competing, you know, uh, issues here that government is faced with. I mean, they give what? Something like 250, 300 million to sports per year, which is dropping the ocean if you want to compare mm. it to the likes of the UK. I mean, in Britain alone for the, uh, for the uh, Olympic Games last year, I think cycling got something around 3 billion pounds to prepare and put out a team for, for, for the Olympic Games. And they cleaned up. In 2000, Australia swimming got over $300 million to prepare a swimming team for the Olympic Games and they cleaned up. That's when you guys of your torpedoes came through. So we, we don't have the money to, to throw around at everything like sports. Um, Unfortunately, I mean, uh, I know Sasquatch has even said, maybe we need to prioritize, say, look, we're taking five sporting federations to the Olympic Games. We put every cent we have in them, like the Kenyans do, like the Ethiopians do. All they do is, is run. They put all their facilities into athletics, and that's why they clean up. So, so, so in a way, you know, I hear where Khan's coming from, but we, we also need to be, to be realistic about, about who we are as South Africans. We're not as good as we really think we are. A case in point is Bafana Bafana, you know is cricket. So we need to also sit back and reflect and prioritize on where we go as a country. Once we do that, once we accept a couple of things, then I think we're we on the right track. We've got this SMS that's come through from an athlete, actually, uh, and he writes, um, well, actually, this one's not from an athlete. Uh, Wayne Moore writes, why don't all the athletes go on strike and then there'll be no money for these corrupt directors of the various sporting codes? That's Wayne Moore. Uh, I did read one from an athlete here. Oh, here it is. Mbalula must deal with this, he writes. I'm an athlete, but what matters now for me is my running. Saskok must come down from uh, on this monster like a ton of bricks, uh, the dude doesn't care about the athletics. It's Steamer in KZN. KZN Athletics, one of those mm. uh, provincial mm. bodies that's still dealing with a number of challenges itself. Yeah. Uh, of course, thanks for your SMSs, 34701. Richard in Kailami, we'll take your call and then go back to our guest. Hi, Richard. Hi, morning. and uh, Morning to your panel and listeners. Just wanted to make a very brief point, and I don't want to um, take sides because I'm very involved in the sport myself, but I think an crucial aspect of protecting athletes' rights is good corporate governance. And uh, two, two things that worry me greatly with Saskatchewan's intervention, comments have been made by Kaya previously. I happen to know that Leonard Twenty's legal team uh, wanted him to challenge Saskatchewan's suspension of him at the time, but there wasn't enough money. And I'm also very concerned about Saskatchewan's intervention in ASA at this stage and interfering with its autonomy. Because uh, unlike what one of your panelists said, um, ASA is not answerable to SESCO. It's the other way around. It's your point about accountability. And I think we need uh, someone independent to have a look at this. I think maybe there must be a judicial investigation and inquiry to clear the decks and uh, last to move forward. Richard and Kailami, thanks for your call, and uh, thanks for all your calls today. Le- Geraldine, I'd like to take us on to this issue, and it's, it's the last one, and I think it's, it's a way for us to end here. When we look at the, the, the performance of our team and the team selection, that's been a, an issue that the athletes have been talking about that has been plaguing ASA and Saskok as well. South Africa wanted to send a team of 93 athletes to compete across 11 sports at the World Student Games. Uh, the team's chef, Dimishon uh, Nomsa Matlangu, said that the goal of 30 
13 medals would be hampered by the absence of the track and field contingent. How do we get them there? Well, we will have to sit with um, with Sasquatch and, um, you know, ask them to lift the ban so that, you know, these athletes can go to the student game. If you look at a lot of our top athletes now, Sunetho Yun, mm. you know, her That's career catapulted at a, at a world student game. And there are many, many others that have, you know, walked that road of world student games was their first entry really into into the world athletics arena. Um, so it's really up to Saskatchewan. And I hope at today's meeting, and I wish that there was a representative of ASA also at the meeting with the minister. And I hope that the minister can really, you know, um, persuade them, you know, mm. to lift the ban. And, and the, athletes, the athletes should not be suffering while we are sorting out our politics in the boardroom, you know, and the athletics should go on. Geraldine, quick one. Would you not, um, the meeting as it is at 11 o'clock, would you not like to be present as an athlete's representative? I surely would like to have you there. I'm sure the minister would appreciate would it as well. Love, I would love to attend that meeting. And you know what, the first time I heard about the meeting was now on... on, on um, on the radio when you talked about it. So, I mean, I am in Pretoria. I'm about 10 minutes drive from the city center. Yeah. So I would love to be there at the meeting so that they can get, you know, because it's only administrators that are talking and politicians. They don't know what the athletes want. They don't know the plea of the athletes. Geraldine, I, I, will, I will go with you into that meeting if you don't mind. Is that fine? No, not, no worries. Please do that because we're talking about... We're talking about careers here. We're talking about the future of athletics. And we cannot just sit back and allow, you know, it to be destroyed. Well, I'm sure the minister is listening, Geraldine, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he'll be waiting waiting for both of us in that meeting, yes. Tabisa, are you expected to attend that meeting? I'm definitely going to that meeting. It might be a closed meeting because mm-hmm. uh, AS, uh, Saskoc is delivering their, 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 their investigation into ASA, but... Obviously, there'll be a, a, a session where the media come in and, and, and question both parties. And I'm sure, Geraldine, you, you being there, because at the end of the day, as, as Dajan said at the top of the, of the show, this is about you, the athletes, and you have every right to be in that meeting. If decisions are made you know, on, on athletes, I think it's only fair that they're made in front of you, on your face, you know, instead of seeing it in the newspaper. So I would appreciate it if, you, if, if I could go with you into that meeting. Geraldine, what would you like to would you like to see this matter settled today? Do you think that's possible? I would love to see it settled today. Um, you know, because like I say, there's a world student games coming up and athletes have trained, they have qualified, they have been looking forward to this. And and also just to set you know, to settle all the, the fears and anxiety of, of, of the athletes in, in Europe. You know, they are all in they don't know what is happening, you know, their future is very, very gloomy. Um, so if this matter can be settled today, you know, it would, it would really, really mean a lot, not just to, to the administrators or to the board members, but mostly to the athletes and their coaches. You talk about a gloomy period right now, and uh, this message, I think, is probably directed at the, at the minister. And those in, you know, attending the meeting, I think, at 11 o'clock today, this one comes through. Uh, it's not signed. It just reads, 45 deaf athletes are leaving for Sofia, Bulgaria in four weeks' time to represent South Africa in the 23rd Deaf Olympics, yet no sponsorship, no media decking, and nothing from Saskok. Geraldine, do we know anything about this? No, I have no idea about that. Nothing. Okay. But it, it, it is really a sad, you know, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. I had an email, I received an email on Monday 
from athletes panicking. What is happening to us? You know, the ones that have been um, financially supported by by SASCA, all of a sudden they're not going to get that. You know, I don't know how much they've been getting from SASCA, but all of a sudden they're not going to get this, you know, financial injection anymore. And, and they want to know. If the solution today, mm, if, if the solution today was perhaps for every member of ASA to resign and to put an independent board in place, one which has one whose members have no links to the sport, no links to personalities and egos within the the, the body, would that be something that the players, something you would welcome? Yes, I would welcome it. You know, if it, if it means that you know it's going to be for the. Um, you know, for the well-being of the sport and the athletes, yes, I would welcome that. I would step, I would, I would really step down. If that means that athletes will be reinstated to compete, um, their funding will be, you know, continuing, then definitely, you know, we cannot continue like that. I mean, you're talking about those, and we are in our first cycle, first year cycle of the Olympic Games. There's three years to go to Rio. Mm. I don't know where South Africa is going to get the 16 medals from without athletics. Commonwealth Games medalist General Deal and Palais. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, uh, a board member as well, nominated by uh, the other athletes. Geraldine, thank you for joining us this hour. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the platform to, to talk. And uh, Tavisa, I just want to give you a chance as well. You're clearly going to be monitoring this story today. It's It's been one you've monit- monitored for well over two years mm. now. If we go back to, to Leonard Twena and the issue of Casta Semenya, do you think we can see a conclusion in this matter anytime soon? Unfortunately, unlike Geraldine, um, who I love dearly, um, um, having worked with uh, as an athlete, I don't see anything happening anytime soon. Unfortunately, there cannot be a quick fix solution to this. But what Geraldine just said to you is that if it means that the whole board resigns, so be it for the sake of the sport. What I would like, though, for, for, for all the board members who are listening, you know, at the end of the day, it's the athlete here who, who is really hurt. I'd like to see the board members whether the, the ones who are elected or anyone else has got a solution or how it fixes, to come on board, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, South Africa is a sports-mad country, and that's it. You know, we want to see athletes rep- go out there and represent the country. It's a sad day when you go out there and you see athletes who are now swimming for other teams, for example. You know, I was at the Olympic Games last year. I saw one of our former swimmers, former medalist, mm. swimming for Germany. You know, you sit there and you say, but, you know, do you miss South Africa? Oh, I miss it, but I just can't stand the politics in sport. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be even sadder when you see young kids who are currently representing South Africa want to change passports and go run or swim or play rugby or cricket for another country because of the politics in sport. Tavisa Sutole, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. And I want to close with this SMS. It comes through from uh, Dumile Mateza, rather, on uh, Twitter. He writes, the minister has to look at all sports federations' governance, including SASCOG. That's the biggest problem with our sport. From all of us here on AM Live, thank you so much for your time. To Minister Fikile Mbulula, good luck with the meeting today. Hopefully you managed to solve this issue for us. From all of us, have a great day. We'll catch up with you on Monday, 6 to 9. Goodbye.